Hello, and welcome to another episode of Being with me, your girl, your homie, your bestie, your sis, Ayabola Deborah. We are on episode two. I cannot believe it. I really can't. Um, I remember when I put um, episode one out, I was so scared, like so scared to the point that I published everything, I said it was out and then I turned my phone off, like I turned all my notifications off because I was just so scared of what I was going to hear back. But honestly, the feedback that I've had so far has just been so amazing. The support as well, honestly, really, really moved me deeply. Um, I've received phone calls, text messages, voice notes. I've received um, hugs, um, people screaming in my ear, um, doing celebratory dances for me, people sharing things on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram. Honestly, it means the world. Um, I think one of the things that we struggle with as human beings is, you know, wanting to put things out there and then having that fear that perhaps the people that you care about or people in general are not going to support you, that can often be a hindrance. So to have that and to have that in abundance, it means everything. So shout out to you guys because you are the real MVPs and I love you for it. So what's popping? What's cracking? What it do? What it be? What's it been? What's it going to be? Fill me in. Hit me up on all my social medias. It's Ayabola Debra on all platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again, I'm coming to you live and direct, but I'm not coming to you live and direct from London. I am in Espana. I have decided, well, I decided to take another solo trip. I love taking solo trips just because um, they give me an opportunity to get away from all the noise and all the distractions and be alone with my thoughts and just be able to hear myself think again and to recalibrate really. Um, This time I am in Alicante. Um, I decided to use Airbnb for the first time and I found myself a cute cute little apartment which is, which was like 500 meters from the beach um and I always feel like when I'm near the water um I'm able to really really think and just I guess release things out into the atmosphere maybe it's the sea breeze or the ocean breeze that makes me feel like the things that are weighing heavy on me I can release them out into the atmosphere to be carried away by the wind and never to be found again um but yeah that's all romantic sounding um but yeah, I, I love doing solo trips. It gives me an opportunity to travel, to see new places. This particular time around, to be honest with you, I haven't really done much exploring, um, but I have used their transport system. And thankfully, my um, Spanish from um, GCSEs and the little bit that I continued in university has helped me. So I've been able to have a few conversations in Spanish. So yeah, that's me. Um Do I have any updates for you? Any church announcements? I don't think so. Um, So I guess we should get right into this episode. Right. I would love to talk about jealousy. It seems really strange for me to talk about something like that, especially because jealousy is always associated with something negative. Once you hear the word jealousy or jealous, you think envy, you think bitterness, you think resentment, you think... Um, or in extreme cases, you think um, acts of violence, you know, murder or attack, assault, abuse, all of those sort of things come to mind when you think about the word jealousy. However, 
it seems on the face of it that it's something that you wouldn't associate yourself with. Um, I don't think anyone would want to associate themselves as being a jealous person. But then when you look a little deeper, I think we can all agree that at some point in our lives, we have experienced jealousy. And the level of intensity of that jealousy, I'm guessing it is dependent on what it is that you're jealous about. So if it's something that's really important to you, then I'm going to make an assumption that your intensity or the intensity of your jealousy will be quite high. But if it's something that you're not really that bothered about, something that's not that important to you, while you may still feel jealous, that jealousy is not going to be as intense as if it were something that you were um, passionate about or something that you did find important. So I'm a literary person. Um, Half of my undergraduate degree was comparative literature and honestly if you ask me what comparative literature means um I won't be able to tell you it's been 10 years and I really still don't know but I did it anyway and here we are um but part of that is the fact that I love um literature I I used to love to read I used to be a voracious reader but then going to uni kind of killed that so I don't read as much but I still am very passionate about words and their meaning their history their etymology their context all of that sort of stuff so um I'm gonna start this by reading the def I can't even well see I said all of that and now when it's time for me to start speaking I start stuttering whatever right so I'm going to start by reading the dictionary definition of jealousy Um, and the dictionary this is just what I typed into google um, dictionary by the way the dictionary defines jealousy as jealousy is a jealous resentment against a rival a person enjoying success or advantage um um can I talk? Can I Can I really talk? Like, I could really stop this podcast and start all over again. But, you know, in the interest of being and allowing myself to make mistakes and just to be, I'm not going to cut this out and I'm going to continue, but I'm going to rewind a little bit. So, jealousy is a jealous resentment against a rival, a person enjoying success or advantage, or it's against another's success or advantage itself. Um, it's a mental uneasiness from from suspicion or fear of rivalry, unfaithfulness, as in like in love, in a love affair or a relationship. Um, yeah, so that's what the dictionary defines jealousy as. Um, and again, like I said, I think we can all identify with it. Um, and what are the effects of jealousy? Jealousy leads to so many different things. Like I said before, there's crime involved in there. Um, it leads to hatred. It leads to bitterness, resentment. Um, jealousy can result in low self-esteem. Um, it can it, it can result in abusive behaviour, you know, projecting abusive behaviour um, to other people and actually to yourself as well. Um, and I think especially in this generation, social media right now is literally like unrivaled it's unmatched in in terms of its scope and its reach and its influence the power that social media has right now is unbelievable but a lot of jealousy these days is spurned or sparked by social media what you see on the gram you can literally look 
through Instagram for five minutes and you will be depressed for the rest of your life just because of what you see on there or what people put on there, what we're all projecting um, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or I don't know what's the other one, Snapchat, Pinterest, I don't want to get sued like my pastor likes to say. Yeah, social media in general, we are all pumping and churning out the best moments of our lives to share with everyone and when you put that together you just have a highlight reel but there are many people out there who are looking at our highlight reels and these um, moments of our lives that we're choosing to share with people are having the deepest and most profound impacts and um, deepest and profound effects on their lives and sometimes we have no idea of it. For me personally I grew up in a in a home where my mother taught us to be content with our lot. What you have is what you have. Um, don't compare yourself to other people. Cut your coat according to your size. You may not have everything you want, but you have everything you need. And all the things that you need may be the things that somebody else wants that they don't have. So whatever you have, be content with that. And so I guess because of that, being taught that from a very early age, I never found myself being jealous of other people. Um, having said that, I grew up in a single parent home. Um, my parents um, were separated and divorced when I was quite young. Um, so I think I may have looked um, at other families, nuclear families, where there was a mother and a father and the children or the child were present. And I was jealous of that, but not jealous in a way that made me dislike um, those people. But it was more jealousy that was... Um, like a longing, I suppose, a longing for what others had. I had the assumption or the perspective, the mentality that if there was a nuclear family setting, then that family were happy. And, you know, age and maturity has taught me that that's not actually the case. But that's the only example that I can, um, I can revert to for me being jealous. Although, actually, having said that, my mum did um, tell me that when my brother came home from the hospital, I was jealous. Um, but that happens to a lot of us and you know we're really young well I'd hope so anyway really young I was like less than just about three years old when my brother was born so I think it was natural for me to feel a bit jealous that you know he was around but I think my first real experience with jealousy um, came a few years ago um, a friend was getting married and um, they I knew both of them actually the, the, the bride and the groom I was friends with both of them I think in some ways I may have played a part in them getting together and eventually getting to that stage not because I played matchmaker or anything but I think just by being a friend being a sounding board being um, a listening ear to them each of them individually and as a couple I'd played a part in them getting together and so they were getting married and I love love, okay, I like I love weddings, I am so happy when I see that someone's getting married or I, I see someone um, at a wedding, like I, I see a wedding, say, on Instagram, like Bella Niger, Wedding Digest Nigeria, all of those things, I love seeing that sort of stuff, it, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see, right, so I was happy for my friend, my friends, should I say, I was happy, deep down in my heart, I was happy, until jealousy came and slapped me in the chest now I don't know how many of you have ever watched Nollywood before um, Nollywood is the um, industry name for the entertainment industry in Nigeria okay it's the third biggest entertainment industry in the world after Hollywood and Bollywood um, I don't know if 
Hollywood and Bollywood, um, not Hollywood, Nollywood and Bollywood are neck and neck yet, but they're all in the top three, right? Um, but Nollywood in the early days, when it was just starting, when the graphics and the the camera cameraman um, skills and the technology and all of that kind of stuff was even shockingly worse than it is now. And, you know, those of you who've watched it will know what I'm talking about. You could, um, you'd be minding your business, watching this film, and all of a sudden you'd see, um, it's usually a woman this happened to, and it's probably patience as aqua, but let's not even get into the details of that. But you'd see someone walking in a village somewhere, minding their business, then all of a sudden a great big black hand from nowhere appears out of the sky and starts chasing the person before it slaps them down and they just collapse on the floor and then that's it. I feel like that is how this jealousy came and slapped me down. I have never felt so jealous in all my life of my friends who had made this decision to love each other for the rest of their lives. I cannot tell you the intensity of the jealousy that I was feeling, like my chest was actually burning. And you know what? It got so bad that um, I would sleep and I'd dream. And in the dream, I would see these two people and I'd be doing all of this sort of higihana kind of behavior, higihana hinahana kind of behavior. And it was like, bro, what's really doing you? Like, what is really the problem? Because you're happy for these people. And I started to ask myself questions. At one point, I thought, you know what, maybe they've done something to piss me off individually or together, and I just haven't addressed it. And that's the reason why I'm jealous. But then the more and more I started to um, think that way, I realized that that couldn't possibly be the case. Because if they had done something, I feel as though I'd be mature enough or be in a position enough to say, do you know what, you did this, it hurt my feelings or it pissed me off or I don't like when you do this or when you did this. So that couldn't possibly be the issue. But this jealousy was so intense, I just, I, I can't even put into words how I was feeling and it was transforming me as a person. Now, remember I said that I'm not typically a jealous type of person, but the way this jealousy came and took over me, it started to change my character. And so I had to say, you know what, God, um, I'm not feeling how I'm feeling right now. So we're going to have to do some talking. You're going to have to talk to me, tell me what's going on, you know, do some open heart surgery. And when I allowed God to do that, I found that the root cause of my jealousy was an insecurity within myself. And the insecurity was, you're never going to get what these two have. And in saying that, it's not saying that I wanted their exact love story because I believe every love story is unique. Um, but it was saying, my jealousy was saying to me, that's never going to happen for you. You've been to eight, nine, ten weddings this year. You're singing everybody up the aisle, singing everyone's first dance. You're celebrating. You're doing Asha B for all of these people. That's never going to happen for you, bro. It's not happening. You've been to all of these weddings. You haven't met a single person. The last date you went on was one that your father um, arranged for you. And I, I can't even begin to start explaining what happened on that date. But it was one of the most horrible experiences ever. Not because the guy was a horrible person, but just because he had no interest outside of church and work. And it was so boring. I wanted to cry. Um, but forget about that. But yes, that was the root cause of my jealousy. Um, my jealousy was that this is never going to happen for you. I was not happy, neither was I content with the pace and the rate with, at, at which I was developing and maturing at the time. 
Um, I could see all of these things happening around me for other people, but they weren't happening for me. And it was making me ask questions of myself, say, what's wrong with you? What are you not doing right? Um, are you not lovable? Are you, um, are you disgusting? Are you repelling? Are you repelling people? I started to feel all of these insecurities and all of these things were wrapped up in this jealous, jealous, um, behavior I started to exhibit um, when I found out that these two friends of mine were getting married. And so the lesson that I learned from that is majority of the time, if not all the time, our jealousy um, is often, no, I'm going to rephrase that. Jealousy is always as a result of a deep insecurity within yourself. I was trying to find the reasons externally, outside of myself. I was looking to place and lay blame on something or someone else other than myself. I did not turn the mirror inwards and assess what my inner struggle was. And when I did that, I was then able to start working through those issues. And it got me to a point where I was then able to really give myself to this couple and serve them in their preparation for their wedding. Um, whatever they needed, I was able to be there for them. I was able to do what they needed me to do. Um, I was able to give financially. I was able to um, just be a friend, you know, just be what I'd always been to them, which was a friend. Um, and I'd allow jealousy to get in the way of that. I wasn't being their friend when they needed me to be their friend. I was too busy, consumed in my own mess that I allowed that mess to interfere with what was um, previously a beautiful relationship. So, you know, you may not um, consider yourself a jealous person, but there will come a time, I believe, I think it happens at least once, where something or someone triggers and insecurity within yourself and this jealousy comes up out of you so how do you overcome that how do you overcome jealousy what steps can you take or what steps did I take to get into that point well first of all I said um turning the mirror inwards and assessing what my internal struggle was pinpointing what my um area of insecurity was that was what helped me because once I had identified what the insecurity was I was able to start working through it and working to overcome it um, the next thing then was to recognize that we're all walking different journeys and different paths. I think for me, if I had gotten married at the time where a lot of my friends or my age mates were getting married, I think I would either be unhappy, divorced or in serious trouble. I just don't see it working just because I have evolved so much as a person. I'm not the same person I was six months ago, let alone five years ago, right? And you know, that's not to say that the people that got married at those at that time or at that age made a mistake because I see them and I see their growth and I see their evolution into these beautiful people individually and as couples, their parents now and you know they're still living their best life and genuinely my heart is filled with so much joy when I see these people because um, that's the path that they chose to walk and they're walking in it, they're living in their truth and I'm doing exactly the same thing. Um, I realized that I may not have what it takes um, to carry the mantle that they carry because we're all different. No one can do what you do the way you do what you do when you do what you do the way you do what you do. I'm going to say it again because I know some of you are slow and I hope now that I've said that you're slow, I'm not going to stumble over my words. 
No one can do what you do the way you do what you do when you do what you do the way you do what you do. You are so special. You're so unique. There's no one else like you. No one can do you like you. You really don't need to be jealous of the next person. And especially in this social media age where we're jealous of people that we don't even know. We do not know them. We do not know their story. We do not know their struggle. We do not know what it is that they've been through. We don't know the demons that they're fighting. We don't know what tears they're crying when the cameras um, are gone, when they're all alone at home. We don't know what they're dealing with. And yet we're sitting somewhere where we're actually, in reality, if, if, if people were to know the truth, we're actually at an advantage over them. But we sit and we, we, we scroll through social media and we're pouring out and, and heaping out this venomous jealousy of people that we don't know. And it's even worse when it's people that we know, because um, I, well, I would assume that if you know someone, and I'm not talking about know as in like an acquaintance, but I mean, someone you have a, a relationship with, you know, there are people, and I think we all know those kind of people that they're just always jealous of, of someone. They're always hating on someone. We call them haters, but no, your jealousy you're jealousy vipers, that's what you are. All you want to do is spew your negative bile into the atmosphere. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, you need to turn your, um, change your perspective, change your glasses, change your spectacles so that you can see clearly and see the, see the truth of your value and your worth. And your value and your worth is not contingent on whether or not someone else is doing better than you. Because if you continue to put yourself up against a social measure, measuring stick or you continue to um, compare yourself um, in light of other people's successes, you will never ever measure up and you will always feel like crap. And that's not how you were designed to be. You were designed to flourish and to grow and to be incredible. And you are. But we just lose that. We lose sight of that when we are fixing our gaze on other people and what other people are doing, forgetting that you may not have the capacity to handle what it is that that person can handle. And what if you're supposed to do that thing, but because you're so focused on how you feel about what others, other people are doing and how they're succeeding, you miss the steps, the things that you were supposed to go through to get you to that level. You cannot cheat or circumvent the steps to purpose you have to go through every single step you have to take every single step of the journey there's no jumping um or skipping skipping parts out every single thing that you go through is necessary for your growth for your development and for your evolution so how did i overcome i chose love i made a conscious decision to choose love um no matter how inconvenient it was for me, no matter how uncomfortable it made me feel, because no, I've been talking about me, 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 me. They were living their best life, you know, getting ready to get married. And here I was just sitting in this in this stew of, of jealousy and it just, it just, it's just not a good look. So like I said, I chose love and I was able to demonstrate that love in fact I actually I, I actually learned that lesson in a completely different situation I used to be friends with someone and we used to talk um a hell of a lot um like I say I love having deep conversations with people I love people um and me and this person we used to talk a lot until there came a day when this person's entire existence irritated my spirit to the point where we'd be sitting and talking and the person would breathe in a kind of way and I would just get so mad that I would want to just 
leave the room or throw them out of the room. Like it was that bad. And so I said, okay, God, um, you see me, all of this, all of this attitude and behavior, this ain't right. So let's talk. What's the deal? What's the issue? And, you know, sometimes how God deals with me is he, he doesn't answer me directly, but he answers me directly. So I said, okay, so what's the issue? Why am I feeling this way about this person? Is it them or is it me? And what he said to me in response was, you prove you love for that. You, you prove you love someone when you um, pray for them, even when you don't like them. You prove you love someone when you love them, even when you don't like them. And for me, that started to make sense. And, you know, when I started to make the conscious effort and the conscious choice to choose love and to show love, Everything about that person that I started to dislike started to dissipate and I was able to love them even more as a result of choosing love. I feel like when you choose love, you get given an extra measure of love to pour out to other people. And it feels good. It feels good to show people love. It, it feels good to show people that you care about them because you can see it in the way that they respond. So I'm now at a place where when I start to feel jealous for whatever reason, um, I pray for people and I pray the best for them. I don't pray just like the world's best because the world's best is changeable. It's too fluid. It's never consistent. And what's best today could be worse tomorrow. So I pray God's best for them. I pray that what God wants for them will manifest in their lives because God wants the best for all of us and his best supersedes anything that we could ever even think of or imagine or, 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 you know, think up in our minds, his best for us exceeds all of that. So I choose love. I choose to pray for these people that I feel jealous of and I continually wish them nothing but God's best. If I know you and I'm jealous of you, instead I choose to make your joy and your happiness my own. So your joy is my joy, your happiness is my joy. So now when I see you and I'm smiling, I'm smiling genuinely, I'm celebrating with you genuinely, I'm supporting you genuinely because I know that what's yours is yours and what's mine is mine and no one can take that from either of us. So in closing, my meal, my juice, my snack and my word is taken from another scripture right? And it's Ecclesiastes 9.11. I hope I've said that right, because everywhere I go, when people say it, they're all stumbling over their words. And um, I don't know what the real pronunciation is, but I'm just going to stick with Ecclesiastes 9.11. So the scripture says, I have observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy and those who are educated don't always lead successful lives it's all decided by chance by being in the right place at the right time I think that's self-explanatory it explains everything that I've spent however long talking about um it may look like people are ahead of you um you may feel as though they're doing better than you but that's not necessarily the case um the right time will come and when it does, you may just find that you'll be 10 steps ahead of those people that you were jealous of, right? Because the right time is the right time. When the time comes for you to be unveiled in all your splendor, your magnificence, your glory and your wonder, it will happen. And it will happen in such a way that 
you will even be taken by surprise by how good it is and how good it feels that you've finally been or you finally arrived at the destination that you've been trying to get to for so long. Don't spend your time and energy being so jealous that you miss your opportunity or your own moment of acceleration. Your time will come. Remember, no one can do what you do the way you do what you do when you do what you do the way that you do what you do. Okay? So, thanks for joining me for another episode. Um, again, hit me up on social media. Ayabola Deborah on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's talk, let's connect, let's share with one another. I'd really love to hear some of your stories if you've experienced jealousy. What did you do um, to deal with it? How did you overcome it? Are you still dealing with it? Let's give each other advice and support each other. I'm all about lifting each other up um, and holding each other up in the light of goodness, as the um, gorgeous Gabrielle Union Wade likes to say. Um, and lastly, again, question time with Ayabola Deborah. I haven't done it for a couple of weeks just because I've been super busy, but it's back uh, Wednesdays and Sundays at 7 p.m. on my Instagram. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, friend, friend. And that is it for now. Laters.